Hi everybody, it's Amuse Boosh and I'm Bridget. How are you? Here you'll get just a little bit of Bridget before our weekly release of Dinner Plus Drinks on Sunday. I recently found an article that is speaking to me and I thought maybe some of you might like to hear about it, so stay tuned. As you may or may not have noticed, I didn't do a moose bouche last week. Um, it wasn't planned on that way, you know, I, I didn't do it on purpose, um, but there was a number of reasons, and I'm hoping as I talk through this recent article I found, it'll make a little more sense. Um, a moose bouche was originally created as a place to like share all of the extra thoughts and extra tidbits that didn't always quite fit into our regular Dinner Plus Drinks episodes, and I think some of the times we do that, it's... It, it's we, me, um, things that are always on my mind. So this article I read didn't quite fit into a Dinner Plus Drinks episode as of recent, but I can't seem to like get it out of my brain. Um, last week especially, my regular workflow has been off. And for those of you that know me or have listened, you know I love a good schedule. Um, when it gets disrupted and my plans change, it throws me for a loop and I'm never as productive as I would have been. Um, as you can hear, probably I have been sick. I got that sickness from my daughter, who's been sick 400 times this month, I feel like. Well, I guess last month, September. Um, so I've had a sick kid home from daycare or school a variety of days in the last two weeks. I had a vacation day to go to Ryder Cup, but surprise, the work still has to get done. So whatever it is, it messed with my schedule. And what I'm going to talk about here, I guess, made me feel a little better that maybe I wasn't alone. <laughs> um I've talked about the influencer culture a lot, um, a number of times. I know once on a moose-bouche, and definitely it has come into conversation on Dinner Plus Drinks, and you should go back and listen to, um, I want to say it was a moose-bouche like number six, but there's an episode I talk about specifically influencer culture, but um, I, like millions of other people in the world, am a consumer of influencers. I just happen to know a little bit more about it because of my role in marketing, um, but one of my favorite influencers, as of late, is Grace Atwood. Uh, she originally originally started a blog called The Stripe and still runs that blog. But The Stripe, the, the blog, the main place that this all began back when I was in college when like blogs were a thing, I took a college course on blogging. <laughs> um, but now I mainly consume her content on Instagram. So that's a very normal progression of, hey, back in the early... I don't know, before 2010, I'm just going to say, won't give you the exact years I was in college, um, you, you would consume content on a blog page. You would go to www.thestripe.com. But now you see it mostly on Instagram stories, and it links out to the blog. So I digress. This influencer, her name is Grace Atwood. Why do I like her? Like, I am in my now upper 30s, sad, <laughs> on the dark side of my 30s. Um, She just turned 40. Like, couple days after my birthday. So yay, she's a little more relatable to me than the 22 year old. Um, she isn't a size zero. Now let me be clear, she's still quite small, um, but much more relatable, relatable to my size when she puts on clothing or something. I can say, oh, that would look normal uh, on an average sized person as opposed to someone much smaller. Um, she has flaws that she talks about. She says people always make fun of the size of her forehead. Like, Jesus, people, come on. She doesn't have a fake tan. She's a little snarky sometimes, but I, it's not in any way that I wouldn't be just as snarky, so I love that. Um, she calls out when she's doing ads, so like when she has sponsored content, she calls that out as a separate bit of content, etc. Um, 
I don't love that, like, she used to live in New York, which I love New York, but it's not incredibly relatable um, if you live in southeastern Wisconsin, where we do. And um, now she moved to Charleston, which seems to be, like, where every other influencer is going as well. But it's about as relatable as an influencer living in Texas or Utah. So it is what it is, right? Um, In mid-September, so just, I think, September 21st, uh, she wrote a blog post called A Lack of Stamina. That's the title of the blog post. I keep calling it an article. I mean the blog post. Um, And man, it spoke to me. I've got to be honest, I am of the late millennial culture where reading long articles and things aren't, like, I like bullet points. uh, I'm a quick, you know, get to the point person. But I sat down and read this one um, because I feel like for a year and a half now, at least, we've all been trying to, like, pinpoint our feelings and assign some sort of understanding to, like, what the heck is going on in the world or in our brains or why we're feeling X way, you know, because this is all new living in this age of a global pandemic that was kind of over and then isn't over and everyone's fighting about everything and everywhere you turn is a question. Um, I've been talking to my friends about this where I'm like every single day I'm waking up feeling like I have to think really hard about like who I speak to, where I go. I have to justify that like, nope, um, I I haven't taken a COVID test every single day, but I am COVID negative at one point, uh, but I still have a cold, I you know, and okay, do I send my kid to school today? He sneezed once. I'm not sure. And it is exhausting. Um, so I don't think that's new information for anybody that's been living through this global pandemic for the last uh, a year and a half. <laughs> um, so anyway, in her blog post, she says, excuse me, um, quote, I have been trying to pinpoint the words to use here for a feeling that I've had across every area of my life. And then it came to me, a lack of stamina, end quote. So she continues on in the blog post to pinpoint all these different areas of her life that used to seem in control and she was happy with. And and I don't know if she just like looked into, um, like looked at me and was like, Bridget, this is exactly how you feel. <laughs> um, because it, it was so, it made it, it was it was so relatable. <laughs> um, so she continues on in the article to say that like she is feeling impatient, not as productive as she used to be. She's procrastinating more, and like, yes, yes, yes. I used to pride myself on always going above and beyond, one hundred percent of the time. Like my, I've always been very career focused and worked really hard at that, and never really minded working late at night, just like to get a little bit ahead, anything like that. No one was making me do that, but myself. Now. Um, last night I went to bed at 8.30. So I'm just going to show a difference real quick right there. Normally I stay up working until 11, at least doing things around the house, definitely getting ahead on work. But I was like, you know, ah, my sinuses hurt. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Before global pandemic life, I don't know that I ever would have done that. Now, sure, it can be a number of things, kids, I don't know, moving, different jobs, etc. Uh, but either way, this like definite change in my drive has been noticed. And and then I notice it and I work on it and it goes through phases. It just doesn't come as naturally as it used to to me. This also, you know, take an argument to the other side, things I've talked about on here before. Maybe this is the world giving us all a sign to like, slow down, jobs aren't the most important thing, whatever. Yes, that's true. It's not all about work. So let's move into another area that she pinpoints that I can relate to. She says, quote, the area where it's worst is physically, and I've only just noticed, end quote. So she is saying she used to be a runner. 
She was training for a half marathon when the global pandemic started, when lockdown started. She used to run marathons, et cetera, et cetera. And now, personally, I have two races coming up. I used to sign up for races just so I would run. If I had a race, I would stick to the plan. I would do it. It was the only way I would 100% run every day because I wouldn't let myself fail. Well, now I sign up for races and then I kind of only half train and then I'm just mad at myself for not training like I needed to. So this like mind Jedi trick that I used to use on myself isn't working. Now, so far I'm on track for this next race I have, but today, if I don't get my run in today, then I'm already behind. (laughs) She even talks in the article about being embarrassed and disappointed in herself. And like, that's exactly what I do to myself, right? You beat yourself up when you are not the same version of what you used to be. Um, So I think this is yet another casualty of COVID where it's like, or just like a realization um, where we're, we're noticing all these things like that it might just normally be life progression, but because we're overanalyzing every feeling and everything about every day now, because we're like society has taught us to do that even more than ever, I think, with this, like I was referring to before, every single day I have to consider if a sneeze is enough to keep my kid home from school when their schools are doing nothing to help us control it. You know, they're not wearing masks, they're not it's like the guidance on if your kid should stay home is completely whack. So anyway, um, I digress. She, she talks in the article about being a a beginner again. And if you, I'm just going to use running because that's what's on my mind. And that is the sport I do most often now. Um, if you let yourself get out of shape from a race, which I do every single time I finish a long race. Um, like if I run a half marathon, I finish and I'm like, yeah, I'm never doing that again. I'm going to take a break from running for a while. Well, then I just fell out of shape and I have to start all over again. So after my most recent half marathon, which was um, before Lucy was born, so a couple of years ago, I said, okay, I'm done with half marathons for a while. All I want to be able to do is run enough to be able to wake up and run a 5K without having to train. So that's my goal, guys. I just want to be able to run a 5K after being able to run 13 miles regularly. Now I just want to run three on a regular basis to not make myself a beginner again. So reading this blog post about the lack of stamina, she, again, this just happened to be a person that was relatable to me. I am sure we can all find someone. If if you are anything like me, you might find this blog post um, completely entertaining and make you feel better because I think in general, it's just really nice to know you're not alone. It helped me because for a long time, I just think I sit here and I'm like, oh my God, am I the only one that's like losing her mind? Am I the only one that is thinking these ways? So even if it's a stranger on the internet, which this person is 100% a stranger to me, it made me feel better. So, or I'm not the only one feeling a certain way. I'm not alone. We're all losing it just a little. So to Grace Atwood, not that she would ever be listening. (laughs) Good on you for being so raw and honest because she just, she just lays it all out there in the article and to everyone else that's feeling this way woof. Am I right? (laughs) Um, But at least you know you're not alone because I'm feeling that way too, guys. So um, please go check out her blog at thestripe.com, like actually the blog at thestripe.com because Instagram is great and sure there's affiliate links, but like she gets paid by page views from her blog. I'm sure that's part of her income. Um, So, or you can find her on Instagram. I will of course put all the info in show notes, Um, but I thank you for coming to my therapy session. <laughs> I thank you for listening. Um, helped me to talk it out a little. And I hope maybe this blog post, maybe me chattering at you, you know, helps you find some kind of someone who's feeling the same way and it makes you feel a little bit better to know you're not alone. So I'm going to end the episode the same way that she ended her article, which is a quote from her saying, be nicer to yourself. It's easy to say to others, harder to say to yourself. 
So get out there and be nice to yourself, everybody. Have a good weekend. Bye.